Yeah, yeah. We're back. We're back. Demon. A lot going on. <laughs> it's been uh it's been a wild ride last couple couple oh. weeks here, especially last weekend at Pork Fest, but good to be back virtually talking to Brian McWilliams. In person was you know, it was too a bit much. much. A bit much. Way but. too much. I, I wear thin. <laughs> <laughs> Wear thin. Also, what my uh, wife calls my penis—that's its nickname. Wears thin. Um, it was the uh, the type of condoms that you that you use. Uh, wear the, thin the, condoms. That should yeah, be a the, brand. That's, that's what I tell her. Well, I have that joke I tell about my idea for a uh, a tattoo stand called. Uh, well, basically, I'll tell you the concept first and the name later. But it's basically the idea behind it is that it sucks wearing condoms. And uh, this tattoo parlor just tattoos what looks like a condom on your penis. So that way, if you're having sex and the woman's like, hey, are you wearing a condom? You're like, does it look like I'm wearing a condom? She's like, I guess so. And uh, the name of the place is Cockatoos. See, I, I think the joke is great, except you need to, you need a better name than that. I don't know. Cockatoos, Cockatoos is the per- It's mm. a cock and a tattoo. What better name can you possibly think of than Cockatoos, John? What possible yeah, I guess name? You're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Always. Um, well, Always you know, right. I, I will say, I will say this: it's it's better than. Uh, so Brian did stand up at Pork Fest with uh, he opened for Lou Perez. Oh, There's a blackout crowd gathered drunk. around. Blackout drunk, Brian, by the way. Brian is uh, he's he's in his prime. <laughs> he he told me beforehand this joke he was going to tell. Now Lou Perez has uh, you would assume you know. More than well, actually, I'll let you tell the joke. I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, but I, you tell the joke. The joke's very simple. Yeah, it's a, it's that Lou Perez being a proud Latin X man. <laughs> uh, the joke is that you know Lou being Latin, you know he, he's got two kids, but you know Latin kids are like cockroaches. For every two you see, there's twenty in the walls. <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm, so I'm now calling Lou Perez Papa Roach. I hope it's. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he had a great set. I had. Uh, I, can, I, I can barely remember my set, to be honest. I, I remember none of it. I can't believe I got through I it. Ha- half of Lou's set was callbacks to things that you said and making fun of them. But it was. It was yes. Good. It, it was good. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a fun time had by all. And we will have uh, on the Lions of Liberty Network, we will have uh, Monday's show. We've got the files. So you'll have your Jeffrey Tucker interview, which is awesome. Mm hmm. And then Tuesday, yeah, no, I'm, I'm or looking Wednesday, forward yeah. to people, yeah, people hearing that Jeffrey Tucker interview. Um, talked a lot about the the RFK speech, which I'm sure we'll be talking about. Maybe some aspects of RFK today. I don't know if we'll get into that. Um, there's a lot to talk. There's about. too much else to today. talk. I say there's there, yeah. there's so much Scotus stuff to talk about. I don't, we should save RFK for another time, especially because yeah, my my Wednesday show is all about RFK. I can't even keep track of all the SCOTUS stuff. So they're just yeah. dropping um, bombs, man. I mean, it's like a Gatling gun of rulings. I, I, it's crazy. And on a holiday weekend, it's weird. It's like, you know, we always criticize the government because they always drop this shit on like a holiday weekend. And SCOTUS has said they're like, well, we got a lot of controversial things we're going to rule on. Uh, let's do it right, right on 4th of July weekend. Bam, bam, bam. Although I celebrate it. It's making us more free, in my opinion. So I, I'm for all of them. Yeah, and it makes the Fourth of July a lot more interesting. Being with family, yeah. friends, something to talk about, make things spicy. Yeah. We need no shortage of conversation. <laughs> really, I think what what should be done is if people disagree about, like the SCOTUS ruled on uh, tied into affirmative action with colleges that you can't discriminate based on race, and some of the stuff we saw was insane. You know, like um, 
the Asian students, like the hundredth percentile, had a twelve percent chance of getting into Harvard, and uh, black students had a uh, you know at the same like a fortieth percentile had the exact same chance of getting into Harvard as a as like a fourteen hundred SAT perfect GPA Asian. It's just mm-hmm. like ridiculous stuff. But they ruled against that, which pissed people off. And there's been some funny responses. I mean, I I tweeted out one. I have. Which, yeah, you have one. You can start if you have it ready to go. Well, I mean, at the but one, I well, have one. This is uh, it's it's not so much a meme, but I'll say Lou Perez, who we we're just talking about, has been very funny on this. And yeah. one of the ones that he had that I I just had brought up was that he goes, you know, if we're if we exist at a society that, well, I'll read it verbatim. I don't know why I'm I'm trying to ad lib it. He goes, it's kind of weird that a country with a systematic racist racism even allowed affirmative action in the first place. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a very good point. And in that vein, I mean, I had tweeted out that, it, look, if you're upset about the SCOTUS ruling about colleges not being able to discriminate and you still think they should discriminate, well, basically, you have to acknowledge that the last 60 years of progressive policies have done fuck all jack shit, haven't they? So let's try something new. Exactly. Yeah, Lou had another another tweet. I don't have it up in front of me, but it was a picture of uh, you know one of the January six protesters with a Confederate flag over their shoulder, mm-hmm. and uh, someone else had had tweeted that out and said something to the effect of, you know, and and they say we don't have you know racism problems in this country, um, and now you know look what the Supreme Court you know <laughs> did to overrule that, and Lou <laughs> said, well. Looks like this guy will automatically be getting into Harvard. Thanks a lot, <laughs> <Yeah>. Clarence Thomas. <laughs> right. He had, a, he had another tweet too. He's like, "How will a how will a black student with a fourteen hundred SAT ever get into Harvard now?" It's just like so overblown, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's that ruling, man. Oh, you had, you had, was that the one you wanted yeah. to talk about? Do you have yeah, let, one? let me show you. So this yeah. this is a real tweet from. <laughs> It's. I mean, it's essentially a Democrat sock account. This uh, Erica yeah. Marsh. I, I swear um, to God, I saw this tweet. I, is this a parody account? Came this is the real she, one, right? This, this woman. I don't know if anyone's ever like seen her in the flesh in person, but she came out of nowhere. Like her Twitter started, like you know, not that long ago, like a little over a year ago, I think, maybe two years ago. I can't remember. But all of a sudden, you know, she has all these followers, and she tweets out crazy shit like this. Read this verbatim. Today's Supreme Court decision is a direct attack on black people. No black person. Read that. No zero black person uh, people will be able to succeed in a merit-based system, which is exactly why affirmative action-based programs were needed. Today's decision is a travesty. That is the most racist tweet I've ever seen in my entire life. And now she's trying to defend it, saying, well, this is what I actually meant when I tweeted this out. I mean, it's but this is exactly how Democrats think. Well, we need to take care of the of the of the of the black people. We need to take care of the minorities. They can't fend for themselves. They need us because it's it's, if, if not for us, if not for how much we care about other people, then they would all just be, you know, scrummaging around for crumbs. These these idiots would be eating each other. I mean, what would they? What, their society would collapse. They'd be living in huts. I mean, yeah, it's so racist, man. Uh, well, it's good to see it blatantly on this account, which, as you said, is like a, a ridiculous Democrat promotion propaganda account. It's good to see them just completely stick the, their you know foot in the mud, shoot themselves mm-hmm. in the foot, combining metaphors here. Yeah, it's awesome to see. Love it. But then it wasn't, and it's not just that ruling though either. 
Because just today, mm-hmm. this morning, like I was working out and I didn't even know this happened until my, my trainer told me. He's like, he's like, man, people are pissed off. You know, they're taking away like the student loan thing's gone. And he's like, and you don't have to, he's like, you don't have to make a website for, you know, for Christians. You don't have to make a website for gays. You don't have to bake a cake anymore. They ruled on that. I'm like, I didn't even hear about that. It's awesome. Trainer, Good. Your trainer is so, so plugged in. To the political news. Well, he's a, he, it's funny. He's a, a libertarian who's just like a natural libertarian, right? But it's mm-hmm. just, it is funny that he's plugged into the news because he's like out there working out at like six in the morning. I just listen to the radio. But, you know, he told me that. And I was like, awesome, man. But I was telling him like the thing that's so crazy about the bake the cake shit and all this other stuff is these people, the fact that like in, in a normal world, if you ask somebody like, hey, can you put this, you know, bake this cake? And the person goes, oh, I'm not comfortable with it. You go, all right, well, that, you know, all right, fuck you if that's the reason, but I'm going to go find somebody else to do it. I'm not going to sue them. I'm not going to try to force them to make the cake. I'm not going to take it to the courts. I'm just going to be like, find somebody else. Because guess what? There's a million other cake makers and website designers and whatever fuck else out there in the marketplace. And guess what? If enough people object to this person, they'll go out of business or their other competitors will grow. Yeah. That's how and it works. All of that, very valid, 100% agree. But also, do you really want someone to bake your cake or make your website who hates you? Like, <laughs> why? Why, why Especially do you with stuff you're going to eat. <laughs> I, the website, all right, all right there's got to be something hidden in there. But, you know, the cake? I don't want it. I, I'm never going to eat a cake that somebody that hates me makes. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> It's like would 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 a Jewish person go to get their you know birthday cake or wedding cake made by a Nazi? No, that's crazy. Would you want to make a well, Nazi all the bake all the cake? okay? All, I think most of the bakeries in Ukraine have already been bombed, John. So they're not going to be making <laughs> many cakes. Thankfully, <laughs> Vladimir Putin has eradicated the Nazis. <laughs> He's taken out all the Nazi bakers, so <laughs> the Jews in Ukraine don't have to get their cakes made by them anymore. Just a aside on the Ukraine thing there. I, I didn't realize this. So when uh, – and there are Nazis in Ukraine. I'm not disputing that. But when Vladimir Putin says he wants to denazify de- the Ukraine, apparently what he means is getting rid of Zelensky. Like that's that's what he means by denazification. De- and Zelensky is in – which Zelensky's Jewish, I believe. Um, yeah. But he's in bed with these Nazis, which is just insane. Yeah, well, there's something. I there's always the rumors that, you know, because again, why is Zelensky keep pushing this? And I was listening to Aaron Mate today on uh, Russell Brand's podcast, you know, talking about how these these far right forces are basically like, hey, if you back out of this war, if you lose, we're going to kill you like you're going to be hanging from a tree. So it's I think it's part grifting and part that he's just worried. He's like, if I stop, they're going to kill me like I'm a dead man, which is kind of it interesting. Might be a part of it. I mean, it's still cowardly, though, because you're you're willing to instead of saying, like, well, I don't care. I I will end this war because it's killing my entire nation is being you know destroyed and we have no chance of winning this. A brave man would still stop the war and just take the take yeah, the penalty. Literally, literally a generation of Ukrainian men just gone. Wiped out. Like, yeah, wiped yeah, out. it's it's insane. Just All like right, Bill Clinton else? and oh. Joe Biden wiping out a generation of black men with their three strike rule in the drug war. So I I didn't really the other thing I was going to show was just to talk about the you know the, we just talked about student loans so I'm not going to pull that one up but just to expand on that a little bit and then you know a little back and forth like I think the important takeaway on this is I mean I think people are so quick to jump in to say well you know they decided you know it was consensual they decided to spend this money they, they decided to you know spend this money on a college degree that's 
you know, almost worthless for a liberal arts degree on art history or whatever the heck else it is. Yes, they did make that decision. And yes, that was a stupid decision. But at the same time, you know, the incentives that are in play with uh, these loans, which you cannot get rid of them, you go bankrupt, they stick with you. So it sets up this incentive of just this escalation intuition where this predatory lending can can continue and that's i mean that's the root of the issue just paying off the student loans doesn't doesn't fix that so yes it's good that the loans aren't gonna be paid off but still at the same time like the root cause is is still there and it's going to continue to fester yeah 100 percent. and you hit the nail on the head it's that we've looked at the accelerating cost of education and every single time they expand access to education, expand the loans, the cost of education goes up, which really, when you think about it, you know, you'd say, okay, if access is to education in a marketplace that exists, you'd say there would be all these new agencies, new universities that should pop up to take care of the excess people and that costs should go down, but it never does because they know that the government's there to prop this shit up. And like you said, you've also got the entire complex now convincing people that they have to go to college, which is nonsense. So everybody believes they have to buy into it, gets these loans, and then finds out, oh, everybody went to college, so nobody's got an advantage here. There's no jobs to be had unless you're going, unless you're, you know, a a incestuous simp that does go to Harvard to get taught by Fauci or uh, or Lori Lightfoot. So you just suck live it on your couch. None of the problems are solved. Well, I mean, the market is starting to respond to the insane tuition costs, and a lot of a lot of I think, especially men, are starting to realize um, it's not worth going to college um, because when you get into corporate America, guess what? They don't want to promote you. You know, right? Yeah. The corporate ladder, the corporate ladder does not want to promote <laughs> white males. It's just just the way it is. Um, but branch, like for example, like I just read an article this week on Pennsylvania. You know, major universities, Penn State, University of Pittsburgh, and their branch campuses, which Penn State has an insane amount of branch campuses. Yeah. Pitt has like five or six. But to uh, the uh, enrollment on each one over the past 10 years, like every single branch campus in the state, except for one, is down like an excess of 50, 50%. Wow. Some of these went from like thousands and thousands from like 6,000 to 2,000. Like, so the market is reacting. So you would think like they would say, okay, our numbers are going down. Let's lower the prices. But there must be some sort of weird upside down profit motive Has where it doesn't make sense to. Like, I don't know. It's just so distorted. Uh, yeah, I, it's, I, I'm sure there's so much that we don't know going on in the back end of all this with deal making and government mm-hmm. incentives. And like, it's just, I agree. It's fucking madness. But we got a commenter. I can't even say his name because it's in... Uh, looks like Chinese or Japanese lettering, but he says he's a Gen Z who decided not to go to college and best decision of his life. So yeah, exactly, man. I mean, look, I've said this publicly. What the thing that I got out of college was people like John, you know, and my friends at you know, the Lions of Liberty yeah. started Penn state. That's really the only tangible benefit I got out of it. Cause I have an English degree. I had to start out, you know, I didn't learn anything that I would say led me to be a better writer, a better communicator in any way. I came into public relations in Los Angeles and had to learn, you know, that craft as an intern and then cutting my teeth, not making much money. I do think, I I do think like when, when we were like, I think we were sort of like the tail end of this where like a college degree still like had a little bit of like, it was a piece of paper meant something actually kind of almost regardless of major that time is, is gone. I mean, we're, we're way past that now. I mean, cause freaking everybody and their mother has a, 
um, you know, an MBA or, I mean, I, I, people ask me, are you going to go get your MBA? Why would like, why would I do that? Why would I yeah. spend all this I, time? I, and, and it's, it's ridiculous. I thought like, about it just to say, okay, if I ever, if I do end up staying or, or want to go corporate, right. If I want to join a bigger agency, mm-hmm. I would basically need an MBA at this point because I don't have one. But and that's yeah. what's sad though too is like I I would have to just to even the the, the playing field you said because everybody's got one even though I have twenty yeah. years of experience running fucking doing every category of business possible yeah. through an agency I would need that MBA to be considered which is just idiotic because it's it's kind of like the symptom of Bud Light you've got this dumbass shithead that graduates from Harvard right that they pl- they plop into this position and as you said probably because she's a woman and blah 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 has never really had a ton of real world experience and yet is given the reins to this company, which she then thoroughly destroys. And the latest, by the way, yeah. on Bud Light is that they're never getting back. Like they're saying 20% at minimum. They're never getting that that crowd back, which makes sense. And they just yeah. had their worst sales week last week. The worst. It's getting worse and worse for them every week. And they just don't get it. The CEO doesn't get it. This moron's still out there saying, well, you know, we would still work with influencers like Dylan Mulvaney. It's like, dude, Stop taking interviews. Like their entire Dude, PR staff should be fucking fired and shot into the sun. There's gonna be there's gonna be lawsuits. Um, I, I would be surprised if there are not Bud Light board members who who sue in, either individuals or, or sue Bud Light for for this how it went down because it. I mean, it, it's just so negligent on behalf of the shareholders. Yeah. Um. And, and there there was a talk that I heard, interesting talk that I heard at uh at Porkfest talking about ESG. And I don't want to ruin it because I, I do plan on having this guy on my show in a couple of weeks. But essentially what it talked about was um, ESG. There is, at least in the near term, probably a sunset coming on, at least to a degree, um, mostly because interest rates are going up. The um, economic environment is getting tougher. There's going to be layoffs. There's just there's just less budget to pay for all this stuff unless you're at a huge mega corporation. Yeah. So a lot of smaller companies will start to get rid of this stuff, and it's just not going to be profitable. Dude, even to the do bigger it. companies, um, you're seeing a yeah. lot of layoffs for their de- you know DEI staff is getting laid mm-hmm. off. It's like thank God, man, get rid of this trash ass garbage. Yeah, I don't think it's going away forever, but I think at least in the near term, I think it'll kind of kind of simmer down. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, it simmer was an interesting now, talk. Simmer down now. Simmer down now. Simmering down. Let's stay on track here because we do have limited oh. time. Yeah, we so got to go, go to San Diego to see my friend, gay cousins, they said. Dave Dave Rubin um, talking about, uh, how do you say her name? Is it Jean Jean-Pierre? Jean-Pierre. Um, you know, the White House press secretary. How old do you think she is, Brian? Have you seen this? Well, black don't crack. I don't know if lesbian black is less likely to crack or more likely to crack. I'm going to say that she is 38. That's my guess. She is 73. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) By the way, did you hear her call herself a historical figure? I mean, she's not wrong in that she's the first gay, black, whatever, you know, a mentally handicapped person to take over the press corps position. So she is. But what? Oh, it just pissed me off. It's like you're you're a historical figure for all the wrong reasons, lady. Like it's, it's despicable yeah. to call to bring that up and call yourself a historical figure. Get the fuck out of here. I, I would guess mid thirties. So we're in the same ballpark. And here's uh here's what old Dave Rubin says. Is. Well, that's a good question. Well, they say black don't crack, so she's gotta be on the young side. Early thirties, how about a thirty-two? 
She's 48. Wow. Corinne Jean-Pierre is 48 years old. She is older than me. God, that is embarrassing because I always think of her as a child in some ways, as much as I, I criticize so too. her. I'm always like, I don't want to be so critical of her because it's like she just got out of college. She's 48 <laughs> years. Man, black, don't crack. Good for her. Good for yeah. her. It, it is, is crazy. crazy. I, like, yeah, I was... I, she does sound like a child. I mean, it's a great. It, it, there's something to that. It's like when these. It's like when hot girls say, "Like I'm a, I'm a little baby girl." It's like that. I guess that's yeah. her. That's her technique. As I said, you know, I was like, I was on a uh, another show talking about how Joe Biden should be using selective dementia now, and and he could probably get away with it to get out of answering like Hunter Biden questions. And career uh, Kareem Jean Pierre can use that. You know, selective mental deficiency. All right. Do you so see Biden's? My, did you see Biden's recent interview on MSNBC where he just gets off? He, he stands up like the interview's over, but the camera's still like on the t- on both of them. <laughs> and he stands up, shakes the person's hand, just walks off the set while it's still like <laughs> frame. It's like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> I love it. He's gone. It's completely. All right. So here's my uh, my quick one here, just because we're talking about Bud Light. I'll, I'll share this real fast. Then we'll go to another one. But they just cracked me up from this uh this Twitter account called Raised Right. It's got gay mini fridge listed on like Craigslist and it's a Bud Light <laughs> mini cooler. <laughs> 150. That's a good price for a mini fridge. Even a that gay is, one. That's like a big mini fridge. Yeah, that's a nice, that's like a professional. If you're going to put it in your garage, who cares? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, okay, so let me show my other one. There's a, uh, I, I have a bunch of COVID ones. For some reason, COVID is popping up again in my feed. And so I have a uh, COVID centric one. So let me show this first one. This is from Declaration of Memes, a Liberty Cappy and Declaration of Memes. It's pretty funny. It's got the guy from the Twilight Zone in front of it, the old school Twilight Zone. He goes, imagine, if you will, that there's a 99, 99.97 chance that you won't crap your pants, but you're forced by government to wear diapers just in case. Now, imagine you must wear those diapers to prevent your neighbors from <laughs> crapping their pants. <laughs> That's good. That's <laughs> so stupid, but it's fucking funny. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the back and forth between? Uh, I think it was on David Spade's show with yeah. uh, Dana oh. Carvey. Oh, it's great! Yeah, talk about it was, it was awesome. I I don't have it, but uh, it's good to see comedy now is just open to criticizing how absurd. I mean, a little late to the party. Would be nice if I were doing this at the time, but uh, yeah. at least you know, in hindsight, they're looking back on how absurd it was. I actually, and, uh, I just played it on Good Morning Fuckhead, uh, which you guys should join. If you want to support our show, you can go to Lions of Liberty's uh, Pride, the lionsofliberty.locals.com or patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty. And you can get our bonus shows, my morning rant shows, because that's what I just did this on uh, recently. Let me find the poll. I like how Brian always says forward slash, because you I... know, when you're typing the web addresses, you might do it backwards, but you never ever use. What can I say, man? I, uh, I'm an old school man. Now, as I say, as I tease that I have it, I can't fucking find it. God damn it. Well, whatever. show your next meme and I'll, I'll try to find it in the intro. I'll, I'll pull it up. I have no more memes to show. That's all I had what? today. I had the other one to uh, just to talk about the uh, Supreme Court thing with the uh, student loan ruling, but um, I don't know. Um, funny pork pork fest stories. Anything funny happened? Hilarious. Well, I, I have um, more memes, uh, but the okay. I hear I got this video. So let me share my screen real quick here. 
I will share uh, one more funny thing that happened at Porkfest because I, I was telling this. Uh, <laughs> I told this on the boring podcast last last night too. Okay, here you go. Here's Dana Carvey and David Spade. I miss COVID. I know. Dude, you know what I knew? There was trouble <laughs> when anyone that came to our country didn't have to get a vaccine. And I go, mm-hmm. if you're telling me I can't go to work, but everyone, everyone coming in doesn't have to get one, I go. Well, once we found out, when Fauci said, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you've had two boosters and two vaccines, you can get <laughs> good give COVID to no. another guy who's had five vaccines and four boosters. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's the difference between a vaccine and a booster? I don't know. It's just more vaccine, but booster sounds better. Anyway, a guy with 25 vaccines <laughs> would get and give COVID to another guy with 25 <laughs> vaccines. That's why I'm introducing the daily COVID shot. Every day you get a shot. By the time you get to your car, you got no immunity. But it's a beautiful 39 seconds. <laughs> and when he says that, he takes his glasses off and shows his, you know, his eyes and face all fucked up from the vaccine. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty good. I, I've totally lost my StreamYard screen. Am I still here? That was weird. You're still here, but you're, you're a little bit choppy. Oh, weird. Yeah, that was weird. All right, so there's that. Uh, the one, the one thing about pork fist I thought was pretty funny. I'll share is the uh, the pork bros. And uh, do you remember we were standing around the bonfire, and uh, you know I had some things in my system, so we're standing at the bonfire and we're talking. We're drinking this apple cider that Odie bought off a guy in a cart. You know, it's like a cart of apple cider, which was just straight moonshine. I mean, it was. So if, if I was <laughs> if I was to be selling apple cider around the bonfire in in jugs, he had gallon jugs and half gallon jugs, which good, that's great. So about a half gallon jug, and I said, "Do you have any cups?" No, no cups. No, it's selling <laughs> jugs apple cider, <laughs> jug only. And then we made a jug band. It was great. But no, somebody leaned into me that we were talking to. Uh, it might have been this guy Josh we were talking to, and he's like, "Hey, by the way, just watch out. You know, there's a bunch of feds behind you." I was like, "Feds behind? Me? Okay." So I turn around, I look. And it's the most 21 Jump Street ass little, you know, pretty boy surfer fed fuckers I've ever seen. They stuck out like a sore thumb because if you ever been to Pork Fest, it's a bunch of like neck beards and, and nerds and you know, two hot chicks that they all are looking at. And then you know, a bunch of fat guys drinking IPAs. Nobody's drinking number one Michelob Ultra, which is what these oh guys God. were carrying around. I did Michelob not see Ultra. that. Like it's just, yeah, it's fun. you guys were even more fucked up than I was at that point. But I turned out there, it's like these guys are clean shaven in fantastic shape in like tight black t shirts with backwards hats and like surfer hair, carrying Michelob Ultra. And like one guy's like smoking a little joint. And they're like, these, are, these fuckers are feds. This is 21 Jump Street. Like, what, it, what are you idiots? Send in some send in old fat men drinking IPAs and maybe you'll fool somebody into, into thinking that you guys aren't feds. But everybody's just looking at them long enough. They eventually just were like, all right, I guess we found out. <laughs> just just find your ugliest agents and send them to Porkfest. <laughs> no disguise needed. Just the ugliest ones. They'll fit send, right pull in. the people just out kidding. of the basement. I'm not saying everybody's ugly. Who's no, no, no. We're getting better looking every year. I go to Porkfest. I'm impressed. Yeah. Better every year. All right, I'll share my, my last turnout couple. this year too. I was in- incredibly impressed with how many people were there this year. Definitely, it was Huge. like two or three times the size the last time we were there. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, so this is another COVID one. Uh, it's pretty funny. So from shipwreck show. Not familiar with this, but uh, this chick says uh, replying to Timcast. I've got seven vaccinations and I don't have any side effects. And this guy, Weeper for You, replies, You have green hair and consider yourself a cat. You are the side effect. 
Oh, that's amazing. Oh, my God. a perfect comeback in every possible way. Genius. I don't know. You you didn't say that she has her pronouns there, and they are meow and meow self, of course, with a rainbow and then a cat emoji. Of course. Of course. So there you go. That's I think that's all the memes that uh that I've got for today. Another another fantastic show, John. Fantastic. And I'll tell you what, you know how you know that at least Brian is not a bigot. Is that Brian's about to get in a car, travel with his family down to San Diego to visit his gay cousin and his gay and cousins. His husband. Uh, Who are the godparents of my children, legally? At least half of this uh, Lions of Liberty duo is not a bigot. Yeah, I'm not a bigot either. I'm just kidding. Yeah, and uh, and we have a black friend. Yes, so we got all all the bases are covered. (laughs) Oh, I started the show. The show's by the way, I named it. Who will discriminate against the Asians now? Because I do think that's another funny thing. You know, like these Asians been discriminated for college stuff. Who's going to discriminate them now, John? Who's going to come after the Asians? It's got to be us. Yeah, it, we have to step into the void. It, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see pol- politically how this all plays out with these uh, Supreme Court rulings. And I don't know. It'll be interesting times indeed. I just hope actually some debates happen, uh, but we can get into that on another show. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, I'm off to San Diego. Uh, everybody, please subscribe to the Lions Liberty Network feed. Hit that notification. Hit that like button, especially if you're watching on YouTube, since we are still heavily shadow banned on there, despite having, uh, you know, six six uh, thousand plus subscribers. None of you ever get to see the video. So make sure you hit the notification button. And thank to you who are watching on Rumble and every other social. So yep. goodbye. See you.